0: Welcome to Organizing with Ease. This is episode 88. I'm Zenith Seaman with Firefly Bridge Organizing. And I'm Deanna Mall with Bees to Clutter. This is where we talk about ways to make organizing easy so that we can enjoy our daily lives with less stress. Today, we're going to continue with planning and preparing for the new year.
1: Yes, well, in fact, a big part of planning is looking back on last year and seeing what worked and what didn't work. And I want to tell you a little story about what didn't work for me. And that was last year's planner. It just, Uh it just didn't credit for me. It lacked the space I needed for my spontaneous notes and my reminders um, that I'm just like always wanting to do that. I need to do because that's how I do. I write Mm -hmm. my little notes on the side. But now I'm uh, looking out for my game changer as I'm upgrading into a Whitney English uh, planner. So oh. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm really excited about nice. that. So okay. my previous planner woes, just to let you all know, is that um, my 2023 planner left me. And I have to tell you, I feel very attached to it because I also like, really make some personal notes. But I need I've had minimal room for those extra notes and my thoughts. So I felt like there was missed opportunities. So I, you know, I struggled to keep up with my, I don't know, my, how should I say it? My dynamic nature of my schedule sounds so good, right? (laughs) I'm getting very creative. I'm getting creative in all my writings. And that's another thing that I put down on my goal setting. But anyway, um, that's another side note, another topic of discussion, causing me to actually miss some like important details that I needed to remind myself, you know, so I needed to have a planner that could adapt to what I'm so used to doing, and I need some, I needed mm-hmm. that, and I lost out on a lot last year. Ugh. Yeah,
0: Ugh. yeah. It well, makes a big It next? makes a
1: big difference. At least for me, it really makes a big difference.
0: Yeah, I think for a lot of people, having the right planner does make a huge difference. I mean, we, we've talked about this <laughs> before. I mean, yes, I, I use. Digital calendaring and that kind of thing, but believe me, that I've got notebooks for for all my notes and my thoughts, you know, because as you're you're doing things, you need to jot things down, and so I don't think you and I use Post-it notes very much anymore for those types of things because they would get lost. Right. So if you use your your uh, your planner, your paper planner, I use my notebooks and I keep track of of my notes and and my thoughts yes, that way, right. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's, it's like the same thing, you know, the, I, on the top, I guess my notebook becomes my planner in a way, uh, because I date every page. I date when I'm writing something down so I don't lose track of it. So I know, oh, I had a thought about this last week, but if I didn't date my pages, I'd never know how far to go back in my, in my planner. So in my notebook. So essentially sort of the same thing, but my calendaring, yes, I do it all digitally, but yeah, I can, I can understand the frustration of, of having high hopes for something it's, for that planner. And then it lets you down. totally lets yeah. me down. Totally.
1: But you know, I survived. It's a new year. It's a new year. Yeah. It's a new year. And I survived 2023 and I learned from my, what I do not wish to carry over into the new year. And I'm going to be starting yeah. off fresh. Yeah. So I was able to figure out my needs and my wants to make it work. And there you have it. Yep. finding that right Fantastic. planner yes the right system depends on
0: yeah my needs and well I mean, yeah
1: just that's just how it is that's just, so, that's just
0: so so but when did you buy that planner was it the beginning of the year it was, was the beginning sort of, no i bought it fair. in the beginning of the year
1: ah. no i started i started an entire and it's really hard for me because i actually put on when i do my january calendar i do it for the entire year where I put down all dates, everything that I know that's going to be carried over into the following year, I write it. Mm -hmm. I really make it a point to set that calendar going for the entire year. So it's really hard for me to pick up a new calendar mid-year. Just switch over. Because of the fact that I would have to transfer over everything Mm -hmm. again. And that to me was wasted time. So I just kept what I had. just made you know the best of it knowing that I was going to be getting a new planner that would really suit my needs that I need for a planner
0: yeah oh I feel for you thank you
1: yes thank you (laughs) thank you thank you so stay tuned so stay tuned for an update for my new planner (laughs) yes with all the color I'm sure it's going to be colorful uh no you know I actually don't really I don't actually color code my paper planner I don't. I don't color code it. I don't use colored pens, stickers, or symbols. You know, a lot of times they come up with those stickers and symbols
0: mm-hmm. to, yeah. you
1: know, to, to, you know, differentiate like different types of events or tasks. But I do have designated areas for my personal and my professional goals. So that I do have, Got it. but I do not, mm-hmm. I do not color code right. my paper planner. That's it. I do color color code my digital calendar though.
0: For everyone, I mean January is the month to start new. Like That's just how we feel. It's the beginning of a new year. You know, people tend to start new things in January. And, you know, we know that January that's just an arbitrary time. We could start a new year. We could start a new plan February. We could start a new plan March, whatever day of the year. It doesn't have to be January. But because January is is generally a month for planning, making changes, starting fresh. we looked at, you know, a lot of different. We look at a lot of different ideas and plans that people have going on in January. and January happens to be national clean up your computer month. Oh, look at that. so this is all about, yeah, digital organizing your digital world. Imagine that I and love now, it now, a lot of people are kind of scared of of their digital files and seeing really what's there. I mean, because how many of us drop stuff on our desktops, we, we download something, or we find a photo, and we need access to it, and we drop it on the desktop of our laptops or our computers, and then it just kind of sits there. So this is the month to work on cleaning all of that up and cleaning up all of our digital files. So I have a couple of simple tips to get you started and not overwhelmed. Think about your digital files as a paper file cabinet, right? So that's a file cabinet. So if you use the same laptop computer for both work and your home files, you just want to make sure that you have a separate top-level folder for work and for personal. It's like having two separate file drawers, one for your work documents and one for your personal documents. In episode 73, which was gearing up your paper organizing... We actually laid out the major categories of personal documents that you organize. And guess what? You can use those very same categories for your digital files as well. And for your work documents, I will say that a lot of people get tripped up when they try to micro-organize their digital files. They make super specific categories to put files into. And then the problem with that is that it gets to be a chore to file new documents that microscopically, right? So my one big tip here is to keep your categories broader. The less you have to click to file a document away, the more likely you are to do it. All of our digital file management systems, whether you're on a Mac or on a PC, they all have a search feature. So you can find what you're looking for fairly easily if you don't remember exactly which folder you put that document in. But that's if you have a naming convention that you can remember, right, <laughs> right Deanna? Because yes. no matter what naming con- convention you use, your file name should have some kind of keyword that you're going to remember to search for. Yes. So just not a lot of dates and and cryptic, no. uh, you know, shorter acronyms and, and abbreviations write a word. Your file lengths can pretty much be anything at this point. So you can write out an entire file name.
1: Oh yeah. And then at the end you could do dot and then do the year so that people, it's easier. A lot of people like to have the year. I like to actually have the year um, on my folders so that, uh, especially like for my banking or for my taxes, I actually put the year. Mm -hmm. So I do tax folder, 2024, done. So that I know that anything I need to drop in for my tax filing, I have it there. So, but I do, I do use it. I I use a year. I use a year for me specifically for those type of folders. So I like to use Dropbox. I don't know about you, Zena, but for my Mm -hmm. personal, I use Dropbox and there's also Google. So I use both, but more so the Dropbox because access again, for the family <laughs> so um,
0: everywhere, everywhere.
1: Right. so that Dropbox is seems to be more user friendly for some of my family members I'm not sure quite sure why but it is so we make that work and then so for my folders for the home I have that so I have all those that we listed in our episode prior and you know and then I break it down even more so that it's an easy click and then even then you can do your subfolders and then within those subfolders it's easier it's also easy to find.
0: One tip for if you're dating any of your files, your documents, one thing you might consider is if you put the the year first and then the month and the day, and that way, when you when you drop them into whatever file management uh, you're using, they'll be ordered in that way. When you use the month, by the way, use a two digit for month. So if it's January, use zero one. Mm-hmm. February zero two, and that way it will always be listed by by date. If you use one, two, three, by the time you get to 10, the 10 will show up under the one. And so then it gets out of order. So right. if you want them to be ordered, that's that's a tip. And the other recommendation that that um that we have is that you do have backups. I mean, you must have backups for all of your documents. That way that reduces the stress a bit. And the recommendation is to have three locations for backup. And one of those should be off-site. So whether you you have, you know, uh, two hard drives that you're backing up into that are in your home, one smaller one, one larger one, or you're backing up to the cloud, at least one backup should be off-site in case uh, you lose access to the cloud or you're, you're, you know there's some kind of damage to your home, flood, fire, whatever the case may be, that all of your personal documents and your files aren't lost in case your hard drives are damaged. So just that's something to keep in mind too when you're when you're thinking about setting up your digital organization for the year and cleaning up your your digital world. Yes. I guess the other part of cleaning up digital world is is all the apps on our phones, right?
1: Yes. There are a lot of apps that we have and it also takes a lot of memory. So if you don't have an app that you have used in the past 6 months, it's time to revisit and so that's why January is always a good time to go through the apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really simple. are. No, it is. It is. Especially <laughs> since there's also, well, I don't know. I, I guess you, we always like to have the latest app so that we can mm-hmm. feel a lot more organized. And sometimes those apps really don't work. So it takes up space, and then you forgot about it because you don't use that app, right? So right. you downloaded it with all good intentions. Except it's the sitting there taking up all that memory and all that space. So that is why January is a really good <laughs> excuse to go through all of those apps as well. Right. Right. Exactly. 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 Yes. Exactly. 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 So January is also a month for NAPO, the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals, which Cena and I are both a member of. Go Month stands for Get Organized Month. Each year, NAPO members volunteer their time and expertise to nonprofits in their communities to help them put the year off on the right foot by organizing their spaces.
0: Yeah, and this year, the focus is on books. So, Deanna, are you going to do another pass at decluttering and organizing your books this month, or do you feel that you're pretty much set?
1: For me personally, I'm pretty much sent because I just redid a a complete refresh on my bookcase last year, Mm -hmm. which was over the summer. And then I actually continued it on into probably October. So I can honestly say I've got a good start on my book collection right now. I'm, nice. good. I'm good nice. yes i'm good i'm happy about it too yay i love books that's my yeah. thing so now well the reason why i'm saying that is because i now that i reorged, redid everything even colored it blue um i actually have no room that i can add now new books So decide. new books
0: perfect mm-hmm. what about and you so okay we talked well so we have a couple of different places that we keep books. Um, it's mostly, it's just kept organized. I keep a pretty, like I, we declutter somewhat regularly, depending on where the books are. For example, my kids' books, I declutter those fairly regularly. I declutter my own. My husband takes care of his. Okay. So his will stay as he does. Now, in my office, I just noticed, you know, I'm getting, I have one very tiny space for books, and it's getting kind of full. Ooh. And so I my big decision this month is going to be, okay, do I want to expand that space? Do I want to dedicate another more space in my office to books, or am I going to pare down what I have now so I can bring in new books, I can donate some of the older ones? I need to make that decision just so that it doesn't get out of control, right so that's something that I'll be working on this month.
1: Well, that sounds like it's going to be a good go month for you, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. So, you well. know, some of the things that we've seen on, on social media and stuff are books being used for decorating and not mm-hmm. like books that people are actually reading using to decorating. No. You, but mean, the, you mean the, the you decor
1: know, books, the decor books, empty the, the, decor the, books. the empty decor books. So how do you feel they're about either, that? How do you feel about that, Zenith? I just think that's so silly.
0: I <laughs> mean, If you're, <if> you're going <laughs> to use books to decorate, I mean, make them real books Don't take the the dust jackets off. You know, you want people to see what you want to see, what books you have. You want to be drawn to the books. I mean, there's a reason for that you have books. I don't think books are just for decorating. I I like books for, if you're going to have books in your home there's a purpose for them, but that's just me. I mean, everybody has their own thing. I just find it a little silly. I don't. You can. Everyone well, you can that. with me. Don't if say that. Don't you're... say that
1: too loud, because interior designers might not particularly care for that <laughs> concept. Since they they use that a lot, I've seen that a lot in uh, some of my clients' homes when they do staging, and um, they don't have the real yeah, books, so they yeah. use those those faux faux books, faux decor books. <laughs>
0: Um, well, when you and I were at IKEA uh, last month, we, we there were so many books on the bookshelves, looking beautiful, but they were all glued together. It wasn't
1: Totally glued together. You book. couldn't even open the book to see okay. even if it was okay. a real book. But no, we had. No. We, I know we that they did that. Well, we understand that because I'm sure they have you know little fingers and walking hands, and right. so you know they don't want their right. their book to, the collection to be walking out the back door. So right, right.
0: exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, I no, don't. No. Yeah, um, but I feel like, you know, if you have books in your home, embrace them. And if you want to use them for decorating, well fine, you know, use them. But, you know, they're they're there for a reason, not just for looks. Yeah.
1: I actually um wanna be able to access yeah, them. Yeah, so I actually like using my coffee table. So what I'll do is I'll try I'll something mm-hmm. depending on my theme of the month or the year whatever season yeah i'll take yep. out some of my coffee books and i'll lay them out differently yeah. so i'll change them out from one coffee table to another and kind of like freshen that up brighten it up a little bit and add my little accessories accordingly i like coffee table books i don't know about you but yeah. i i like them so they're just me too i do yeah. i really like them i like them a lot
0: they're fun they're, they're fun know, it's just yeah. really entertaining to have those there yeah Totally entertaining
1: I yes. i think I so too.
0: that's just my <laughs> personal opinion <laughs> everyone can you guys you can disagree with us it's okay yes it's okay <laughs> if you do something okay. completely different yes please and, share um, why don't everyone, they why don't why don't yeah, everybody share yeah. share your thoughts
1: on the opinion of the decor set books like are you in favor of having them or are you not in favor of having them or even
0: better have you have you used books what a lot of these designers will do is they'll take the dust jacket off and they'll actually turn the book so the spine is inwards so you don't even see the spine all you see are the pages because all the pages are kind of a you know a beige color very neutral and sometimes that's what they want so they don't want the color they just want the look of the the pages of the book so if that's something that you do tell us tell us about it tell us why you like it and how it works for you. We'd love to know. Yes. And then tell us what you do
1: with the book cover. Like, cover. what do you do with it? <laughs> do it after you, after you take yeah. it off, like, what do you do with that book cover jacket? Like, what do you do with it? Please. Do you recycle? You do you it. keep it? What do you what so do? You do? Yes. Right? So yes. interesting. And where do you
0: keep it? And where do you keep if it? So keep it? if you're going it? to
1: keep it, where do you keep it? And um, yeah, so we would like to hear from you. All these questions are all out for you. So please share. Exactly.
0: Yes. In the meantime, thank you for joining us today. Please leave us a quick review. Reviews help others to find our podcast. Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
1: or wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss a new episode. Remember that a new episode comes out every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Join us again next week for more organizing tips and ideas. Until next week.